Lombard. Bob. Are you excited? Bob. Are you hyped? I am hyped. So, so first first things first we noticed about this episode is we just launched right in. Yeah, we well, we're sitting there watching, and I don't think you caught it. You were quite the one that first. said it. Right. I almost thought it was like a preview for something else. Yeah, but I noticed that we didn't get the uh, opening theme and the intro sequence. As we've gotten, I mean, I think in the very first episode they do the cold open with the Night Watch uh, guys and the White Walkers. I think you're right. And then we go into the theme. Right. Now, we the reason they did this, and it's a weird thing with HBO shows, I don't know if this is the same with everything, I've heard it happening on Lost before we come back to Lost Constantly on this fucking podcast. Spoilers. Lots of spoilers. All of the spoilers. You should know this by now. By now you should know. But just in case. But we're not assholes, so we will always offer a spoiler warning. That throwing the credits, they you have to have everybody that's in, or the main players have to be on those opening credits. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's a SAG thing. I'm not sure what it is. So to do that is to spoil surprises. So your big surprise, you've got to throw right away. Which we got the return of the hound. Yay for Sander. I'm jacked. I'm really, really excited. He is one of my favorite characters in the books. And on the show, he was great. And I really like that, I mean, like you pointed out, there's very practical reasons why they had to do it that way. But also, you know, it kind of puts a lot of importance on him, too. Because they've not done that kind of opening for anyone else. No. And, you know, it's big. Well, and you think about it, he's, he's back on the board. Because it seemed he's cool with this, like, they nursed him back to health. Right. Very healthy. He's carrying that big log, so he's good. Swinging the axe, cutting the wood with, like, fervor. So it's not like he's still, like, injured or anything. It's been a while, so he's fully recovered. So, yeah, he's back in play. So the question is, is he going after the Brotherhood Without Banners? And is he just going to wholesale slaughter them because of what they did? Or is he getting back in the game to try and write that which is wrong? I don't know. Because he doesn't really have any firm ties to the faith. Right. So I don't know that that's the game bowl we get. I do ultimately think the Hound and the Mountain are going to clash. I don't know... That it said Cersei's trial. That we're even going to get to Cersei's trial. I was thinking the same thing at the end of the episode. 
Um, for the preview. Yeah. For next week. Right. Um, so it's they. So two things. First, where they ended up with the hound. Well, he bookended the, the episode. Right. He did, and at the at the end of the episode, um, you know these this group he's with are all slaughtered by the Brotherhood. Right. And it just and seems to be this like you know the Septon who played perfectly. Oh God! By Ian right. Shane. Pitch perfect. He had it. Just he uh, was just having a, he was having some fun because he could give a shit about the rest of the show. He's just. I, I got some I got some notes of Hot Rod in there. <laughs> it's just fun to hear him swear. That's a weird thing to say, but he was perfect for this because he really did bring all of it to the role. Right. Small though it was, because he is unceremoniously murdered at the end of the episode. Yeah. Hung. We don't. It was. It was an interesting. It was. Uh, it told so much in so little time. Right. Like you knew. You understood exactly. What he was doing, why he was there, and you got the whole story. Mm-hmm. And they, they had to do so little to accomplish it. Right, exactly. It was really very good storytelling. Oh, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, we see um, Sander is out cutting down wood because he figures that they're going to come back and attack at night. But no, they come back during the day. Mm hmm slaughter everyone, and the final shot we see is him grabbing an axe, which we can only assume is he's going, he's he's back, and he's going to start wholesale slaughtering people, and I'm really excited for it. And I do think, since Brienne is down in the Riverlands, mm-hmm. which it's still green where they are, so we can assume they're, and we've established time and space. This episode was perfect for that. It cause. was, it totally was. Time and space have no meaning. So he can get to wherever the hell he's going in like blink of an eye. So and we see Brianna is down in River Run in the previous next episode. Yes, because she meets back up with Jane. Yes, uh, that's going to be an interesting storyline to see where it goes, because uh, in theory you need uh, River Run's army up at Winterfell, but it doesn't look like. That's really where that's going. I don't think that's what's going to end up happening. I right. think if anything, you're going to get because um, Sansa. We see we see their tour of a couple of the houses of the north. Uh, what is it, Leanna Mormont? She's great. It may be my new favorite character on the show. That was awesome. <laughs> she was glorious, and I really liked how. And we know Sir Davos knows how to talk to uh, younger. Uh, children, because mm-hmm. he was very close with Shireen. Yep. So he knew exactly kind of where to go, and he's dealt with highborn ladies before, and him swooping in to secure those 62 fighters for the cause was outstanding. Uh, yeah, that was great. But I also liked that, uh, which house was it, the other one? Start with a G? Was it Glover? Glover? Yeah. Danny Glover? I don't know. Um, we're going to be totally wrong in that. There's going to be like just a weird tweak to the name. I think it's Glover. But anyway, because the symbol was a big fist. Yeah. So I'm going with Glover. We're probably wrong, but I'm going with Glover. Okay. Uh, yeah, they, you know, it was nice to see the other side of it. And, you know, that not everyone just flocked. 
to them. Right. Well, especially since uh, the lord of that house is like, yeah, I went to go fight for Rob, and then the Ironborn came in, took my castle, killed my family, and, like, slaughtered my people. So go fuck yourself and your calling of the banners. Right. And that was a really good developmental piece for Sansa. For sure. Because I think John knew. Right. That this was going to be... Sansa stepped in with the, we're fucking Starks and you're sworn to us. And this guy came right up in her face and was like, fuck you. Right. And Davos didn't say anything. Because he knew... He's like, what? Who needs? How can you argue against that? Right, right. There's nothing we can say. Right. So then we see Sansa after they're at camp, and you know, she's realizing that they're going to need the armies of the Vale. So she wrote a letter. I'm assuming to um, Littlefinger, and because you know they can't, and it doesn't matter if they're far because again, time finger. Time finger. He will, um... <laughs> that game looks terrible. It does. Don't play Quantum Break. Don't play Quantum Break. Especially not on a high-end PC, because apparently it just doesn't work. Um, yeah, so I feel like... I think we're going to skip a lot of... I don't think we're going to see Sansa and company next episode. I don't... If you do, you're getting a check-in. Very brief check-in, maybe at the end. Because I think episode 9 is going to be fully dedicated to the Battle of the Bastards. Yes. That is my assumption. Right. So I think next episode will be King's Landing finally crumbling. Because we had some great Queen of Thorns this episode. We did. Yeah. That was great. I am so glad. She, uh, they're both on uh, Cersei and the Queen of Thorns on my fantasy team, so... I don't get some points from that fucking exchange. I'm going to be very, very angry. Yeah, so the Queen of Thorns. So she's leaving. She's going to High Garden. Well, we do realize, too, this episode, that Marjorie knows exactly what she's doing. Yes. She's just fighting to survive. She gives a little uh, piece of paper to her grandmother while she's telling her she has to go. And it's got a symbol of High Garden on there. You know, telling her that, yeah, I'm still me. I'm just doing what I need to fucking survive over here. So you just need to get the hell out of here because we can't have you in, like, Loris's. Right. Right. Because, uh, as the Queen of Thorn puts it, he's the future of their house. So True. they need to get him out. Um, he's dying. He's very dead. Yes. He's so dead. Well, and you had, like, the High Sparrow's been, like, fueling that fire to the creepy... To me, because he sits down with Marjorie this episode. She's studying scripture in the Sept. And he's like, oh, I heard that you haven't been sharing the marital bed. Uh, it is not yours to find pleasure there. You just need to have patience. And I said, oh, fuck you, High Sparrow. Fuck you. Because he knows, well, he thinks he has the queen and the king. He knows he has the king. I'm sure he thinks he has Marjorie as well in his back pocket now. So he wants an air cranked out so he can be right in there. Yeah. Uh, so I think this episode started hinting a little more at the High Sparrow. Right. Well, we've, know, his... we talked about it last week when Eric was on, where he knows exactly what he's doing. He wants... it. it he still craves power, no matter what he says. Right. So it's it's quite apparent here... 
and they're they've lost basically in King's Landing, and the Queen of Thorns knows this. Right. And she's just like, all right, we got to get out of here, and we got to like re-strategize and figure out what the fuck we're gonna do. The conversation with Cersei was perfect. That was just on point. Well, I'm gonna go on uh, record, and obviously, if this isn't like clear because the Hound came back this episode, I think this is my favorite episode yet so far. Well, there's another reason for that. There could be a couple other reasons. Well, when we get this episode, we get the Hound. Mm-hmm. We got Bron. We did! Bron Watch 2016! Bron is back! And he was great. And he was great! <laughs> Wonderful right off the bat. We'll come back to Bron. Yes. But. Let's continue with King's Landing. Oh, uh, yeah. So the Queen of Thorns is getting the fuck out of Dodge, and she tore Cersei the fuck down. And you could see Cersei was like, you fucking bitch, you fucking bitch, but she had to swallow that and was like, you know what, you're absolutely right. It did fuck up. But we have to, like, both our houses are in danger here. We need to take this guy down. So. But I the Queen just, of Thorns is still like, I don't care, I'm leaving. No, because I think she understands the only way you're going to win in this, or come back to win, is to leave, and you're going to have to storm the city. Yes. You, you're not going to be able to win from within no. at this point. No. The Faith Militant is too strong. Um. It's not going to stop Cersei from fucking trying. But the other thing, and I was speaking with Eric earlier, we uh, had a Steven Universe cast earlier today, and we briefly spoke afterward. There are still caches of wildfire all around the city. Now, we know, I believe Jamie knows that. Yes. So if we know that Jamie knows that, Cersei might know that. She might. And she's been pushed right to the brink. And they showed in the preview for next episode, um, Lancel's there with some of their faith militant guys. And uh, he's like, you have to step aside or there'll be violence. And she looks at him and she's like, I fucking choose violence. So we are going to get Burn It Down Cersei. Now whether she's going to burn it down literally, we don't know. But we did see last week Bran had visions of the wildfire uh, going up. It would be really kind of cool if Cersei burns King's Landing to the ground. And that's just off the table. Yes. There's no King's Landing anymore. That would be amazing. That would be a great way to end this season. Would. Yeah. Because you're going into the end walk and you're fucking the board up beyond any recognition. And it's, yeah. So I think that'd be awesome. It'd be a very interesting way to go, because now you're talking about the Game of Thrones, there's no throne. Right, and we've seen that vision that um, Daenerys had from back in season two with the House of the Undying of the throne room empty with, like, the roof all destroyed and snow on it. So obviously you could get, like, Jon Snow on the throne from that, because they could always, you know, come back and rebuild. But it also stands to reason that it could just be very literal. Well, that's an interesting thought with this series is we're starting to get to a point where visions are starting to come to fruition. And are they all very literal or are they... Right. Exactly. You know? Well, and we talked about the prophecy that uh, Cersei heard when she was a kid. Two of them of her children are already dead. Now, if she decides to burn King's Landing to the ground, 
it stands to reason Tommen might get caught in that fire. It's true. So, and then I think once all three of her children are gone. Well, then it's Cersei watch. <laughs> but she's going to go fucking bonkers. So it'll be very, very interesting. And we know the mountain won't leave her side. So she'll get out of King's Landing okay, I think. Well, this would be an interesting kind of way to look at it. Because, you know, uh, there was that scene in, what was it, season two or three, where Jamie is with Brienne, and he's telling her why he did what he did. I think that was three. Right when they're in the baths. Right. Yeah. And... Yeah, because the Mad King wanted to burn it down. And, you know, if he went and did everything he could and the city ultimately still burns to the ground. Well, because I think ultimately there has to be a breaking point between him and Cersei. And that's very true. Because in the book, they kind of already reached that point. Yeah, yeah. He's in the Riverlands. She sends for him to be her champion. And he burns the letter. He's just done. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this you're going to come up on their breaking point. Uh, and then I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Lannister army. And, you know, what is going to go on with River Run? And the Can we talk about how amazing the Blackfish is, though? Uh, like, uh, this funny. episode was so great, I wasn't even pissed that Lady Stoneheart didn't show up. Because no. now I'm pretty convinced... It's probably not going to happen. No. And that's fine. I mean, you do have the Brotherhood back in play. Something could happen. You don't know. Well, and that's kind of where it gets interesting with uh, the Hound, because... Well, we have no idea where... What he's planning to do. Right. He just picks up an axe and is like, motherfuckers, we're going. Right. What I'm hoping happens is that he somehow hooks up with Brienne and heads back north. Because we saw he has some kind of feelings for Sansa. He does. So if he knows she's still alive, I'd have to think that he would be inclined... Because he kills Ramsay. <coughs> pretty fucking great. With the axe. Because if he finds out what happened... Because he was always very, like, whenever Joffrey would uh, brutalize Sansa, he was kind of there to right, kind of protect her however he could. Mm-hmm. You know, which wasn't much, but he did what he could. Right. So it would be very interesting, right, if we get, like, fucking axe murderer. Or if he kills Littlefinger. We could do that, too. Or both. All the above. Whatever. The Hound kills everyone. Fine with that. They just send the hound against the White Walkers. <laughs> He's like, I got this. I got this, guys. Let's do this. <laughs> um, no, because it's... Yeah, because I don't know how much he's necessarily changed. Right. I mean, obviously, this uh, something, you know, got through to him somehow because he didn't immediately go off and go kill crazy. He's hanging out there. He's helping him build the... I'm assuming it's a little sept that they're trying to have a shrine of some kind. Well, something's <laughs> happened to him in King's Landing. Which is ultimately why he left. Well, say again. Something snapped in him in King's Landing. Yes, yes. And that's and so I don't know if he feels like he's on a redemption tour now, 
or you know what his motivations are they seem to be more benevolent now but it's kind of unclear we exactly why right. he's doing what he's doing right so it's hard to guess what he's going to do next exactly be very interested to see what he does next yes but since we wandered to the riverlands but yes, we do get, uh, we finally see Braun. Thank oh, God. He was fine. Uh, we definitely missed him with his little comic relief and everything. Don't fucking say it. Oh, it's hysterical. Don't yeah, Jamie's about it. to say a Lannister of Aes is dead. He's like, fuck you, don't say it. He rides <laughs> off. And then um, he has him uh, get a message to the Blackfish. Jamie has Braun get a message to uh, the Blackfish about wanting, he wants to treat with him. See if he can't get him to surrender. Parlay. Yes. And he's like, what, do you want to fight? He's, Jamie goes, he's an old man. <laughs> and Bronn goes, hey, you got one arm. My money's on the old man. It's outstanding. It's delightful. Well, and we established pretty early on in the series that Edmure is kind of useless, right? Yes, especially since the guy who plays that character is in Outlander on Showtime. So I don't know that we'll be seeing much more of him. No, it, I do love the blackfish who just like I kill him, I don't give a fuck. It's over with. Right, exactly. <laughs> He's a great character. Uh, well, and I really liked his speech to Jamie, where he's like, I've lived here my entire life. This is my home. I gotta die here. So fucking be it, dude. Right. Alright. You may kill hundreds of us, but we're gonna kill thousands of you, so bring it. Well, you're seeing a very interesting thing now because the the bonds of the Seven Kingdoms have broken down. Yes. And now everyone's retreating to their own land and they're defending what's theirs. Okay. Um, you're getting a little... You have a little bit of loyalty to the Boltons because, you know, like the one house, they helped kick out the Iron Lord. Okay. Um, but for the most part, everyone's just like, Go fuck yourselves. Right. I'm going to protect me and mine. Right. But what does Jamie say? The war's over. And the blackfish is like, as long as I'm alive, war goes on, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> just him stepping up to the rampart and looking out and the phrase being like, oh, we're going to kill your nephew. He's just like, yeah, go ahead. Well, there was another great exchange when Jamie goes to approach them. Oh, when Jamie first rides up? Because the phrase, you're just the fucking worst. Yes. And their house deserves to be wiped out. But yeah, when Jamie rides up and he's talking to the two Frey brothers and he's just like, I just marched 8,000 men right behind you and you guys had no idea. And then, yeah, he like smacks down the uh, one of them because he's like, this is our army. And Jamie's like, what did he say? He's like, you know, that sounds like a threat. Now, if you're going to threaten me, you need to follow through on it. For example, if I say, if you keep talking, I'm going to slap you. I would need to follow through on that. And the fray continues talking and Jamie fucking Bam. destroys him with his golden hand. It was outstanding. God, the phrase just need to burn. They do. Yeah. Yeah. I need to see the brotherhood take down the phrase. Somebody needs to. It'll be interesting to see. But what reason does the Brotherhood dad to take down the phrase without Lady Stoneheart? It's true. It's a good point. So, 
I think we're gonna get a lot of game-changing things in that final episode. I think that if we don't get Lady Stoneheart by the end of this season, you're just not getting her. And I, I'm inclined to say right now we're just not getting her. It's just not gonna happen. I don't think so. <coughs> uh, but at the same time... Who knows? Well, we had forgotten about... Well, we haven't forgotten about them. Ooh, excuse me. But the show clearly forgot about them for three, four seasons. <laughs> right, when was the last time we saw them? Right. When the Hound was there with Aria, right? Right. So they've been just out of the picture. Um, nothing's been happening. Well, it's the same with Dorn. Right. We got that check-in. Well, what the fuck is what book Dorn? I don't know. I don't know. There's a, like, they're, they're, like, they're teasing, like, okay, Dorn's gonna do something, but, uh, we're just gonna sit on that card. Right, like, when's it gonna happen? So, do they come right up on King's Landing? Because that definitely seemed like what they wanted to do. Well, they want to get the Lannisters. Correct. Wherever the Lannisters are. Correct. Um, it wouldn't surprise me... If they went and sacked... Casterly Rock. Casterly Rock while the Lannister army... Is away. Right. I mean, that's possible. That's entirely possible. But they need to do something. Yeah. They, I, at this point in the show, you, I think it's weird to, if you're going to like throw something out there and then not follow up on it. And it's been since the first episode of the season. Right. We got like five minutes with them, if that. I will say, I was happy we didn't check in... And Marine. I agree. Or with Danny. Though we did hear that we saw um, Yara and uh, Theon and their men. Can you watch that? Just that whole sequence again? No, no, no. Uh, Can we follow them in the room? Can we talk? That was awesome. Where Yara's like, she's getting in on the the whore love just as much as her men are. That was fucking awesome. Yeah! Get it, girl. Outstanding. And I liked her whole... She was like, Raz and Theon. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, I'm not... I'm sorry. You know, which is different for her. But I think something changed in their relationship when he, at the King's Moot, was like, no. She wasn't sure what he was going to say. But then she's like, no. This is our... We need her to lead us. Right. So, he... I think because we've only really seen her in situations where she's, you know, like in her official capacity. We've not really seen her too much as a captain of a ship. Right. And a sailor. Right. And uh, whatever your preconceived notion of sailors is, they are completely true. So... Yeah, it was cool. it was fun to see that. I really liked that. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Um, what was I saying? Um, but no, and she wants Theon to come back to his old self because she tells him, "Look, if this is the way you're gonna be, like a beaten dog, just slit your wrist and kill yourself." Because I need, I need you. I need the old you. And there's this great shot where his face is kind of in shadow, and he looks up at her, and like the light kind of comes on his face as he looks up and he nods, you know, like, okay, I got you. And she kisses him on the forehead and we're off. 
because she's gonna go fuck the tits off that whore. <laughs> Film that. <laughs> she's just awesome. But um, she um, also says that they're going to Marine. Yeah. So we f- we find out. Fortunately, we didn't have to wait very long to find out. Which we really don't this with this anymore. No. We don't have. We haven't been waiting long. No. To find shit out anymore. Yeah. So uh, so they're going to head to Marine. Euron's going to head to Marine. And even though he needs to build a thousand ships, they're going to get there at the same time. Those ships are already built, though. <laughs> it's done. Those ships are built. But they we hear when uh, Arya is walking around Bravos that the Ironborn are in Slaver's Bay. So we can assume that that is Theon and Yara. Yes, that would make sense. I wouldn't think that Euron is no, there. Yet. Even even with the time warp, time warp that we are currently existing in, I don't think that is the case. No, I I, I agree. It wouldn't make much sense. Um, Do we want to cover the Arya stuff before we get into anything else? Sure. Uh, so, how does she survive this? There's no way they kill her though. There's no way they kill her, but what the... Um, I think the, she wanders back to the Mummers, and they help her out. And that could be. Or she finds her way back there. She's got to find somebody that she can, like, trust. Because there's not really anybody right. in Marine. And the next episode is called No One. So I think it's going to figure pretty heavily. Yeah. So, there's no way Arya doesn't survive. And I was thinking that as she was being cut up by the wave. Well, the way the wave attacked her uh, and the injury she's inflicted is very much like, okay, how how are you going to survive this? Right, because she gets her, she splashes her across the stomach, Mm -hmm. then she stabs her in the gut a couple times, and she twists the knife at the end. Right. And Arya manages to headbutt her and jump over the side of this bridge. I don't think we've seen the last of the wave. Uh, I don't know. Th- well, we do see the wave in the preview for next. Did we? I'm pretty sure. I'm going to have to rewatch. Um, <coughs> so. Pardon me. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see where that goes. <clears throat> and I agree. I don't think we're done with the wave. I don't think we're done with. Jockin? Shocking. No, I Neither. think Arya might, uh, when she deals with the waif, she might be heading back over there. Oh, uh, maybe. Uh, so, we'll see. I hope, though, that it, their, that storyline is done. Is it raining? Yes. Oh, crazy. I didn't think it was supposed to. Sounds like it's... Fairly happy too, from what I'm hearing through there. Yeah. Huh. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, hope we got distracted by rain. The podcast a little bit. To steal a little bit. Don't gimmick infringe, Bob. We're really angry about that. I'm gimmick infringing. Rich Evans, if you'd like to come and argue with me about gimmick infringement, he's not listening to our podcast. On our Game of Thrones podcast. Game of Thrones. What the fuck is that? Um, so yeah, they, they don't kill Aaron. No, they don't. Um, she's coming back. Just hope her 
Her, she is out of Bravos. Forward. Hopefully uh, by the end of the season, she's either meeting up with Danny, or she's, um... So is this Eric or is this Sheila? <laughs> Sheila. My man the hound! <laughs> we talked a little bit about it. Uh, I was on the phone with her earlier, so briefly discussing. Cast hound. Uh, shout out to Sheila if she's listening to the podcast. Um, how's back, man? We did it! We did it! But yeah, I just, they don't kill Aria off. There's no way. No, it would have been kind of... Part of me, when she was doing it, was like, wow, they're really, like... They're, they're really, really going through with this. Kill Aria! But when she got out of the water and she started walking, it's like, nah, she's gonna be fine. Well, here's the thing. If they were going to kill Aria, they would have killed her a long time ago. They wouldn't have spent so much time in Bravos walk in her story just to kill her before she leaves. Exactly. Exactly. But it's this show. Who the hell knows? They can kill anyone at any time. Exactly. They can even kill people in real life. You could drop that tomorrow. Um, yeah, so that was interesting. And, in, and I liked the way that Arya was kind of walking through the crowd. And she should have known this already. It was a little, like, frustrating. Like, come on, Arya. Right. You know these she folks should have are been after you. She should have been, like, not, ah, okay, I'm getting on a ship tomorrow. I'm getting out of here. Sweet. Well, and as soon as you saw the lady with the cart, you know. And once the old lady started walking toward the camera, you're like, oh, well, that's the way she's going to murder Arya. So, what else um, do we get this episode? We may have touched on all of it. I did like um, Tormund's speech to the rest of the wildlings. We I thought it was really, that. really good. Because yeah. John goes to the wildlings. He's not assuming that they're just going to ride with him. He's like, you know, I understand that this isn't what our, we agreed. But if we don't take back Winterfell and have a good base to fight against the White Walkers... We're all dead. Right. So Tormund gives a really good, you know, this man actually literally died for us. So. We're cowards. Right. If we don't do this, at least pledge to do the same for him, we're cowards. And that really strikes a chord with him. And one one, the giant stands up and is like, Snow, I gotcha. Snow. We're in there. Snoke. Uh, Can we talk about, though, uh, I mean, I get it. But Jon Snow needs to get his charisma back. A little bit, right? He's very morose. And it's like, honey, that's not doing anything for anybody. Right. I can get it. If I died, I'd probably be a... I'd be a little l- down. A little shaken. You'd be a little more goth, a little more emo, as he seems to be. But, um... I mean, you can hardly blame the men. No, he needs something. He needs an event to turn that around. And um, maybe it'll come at the Bastard Bowl. I think it'll be that, when you're facing Ramsay and it's, all right, let's do this. The race to kill Ramsay. So we're going to have... You should put bets on that. It kills Ramsay. I'm sure that it's out there. Can you there. get prop bets in Vegas on that? Yes. I am 100% on. You could call a fucking casino right now and place bets on either who's going to die... Or who's going to kill said people. 
as Bob checks while we're trying to podcast. <laughs> it's Vegas. You can bet on anything. There's degenerate gamblers out there who will bet on this stuff. Oh, God, yeah. Um, so what do you think the um, makeup of that army is going to be? I really do think that we're going to get Littlefinger up there. And then I'm not sure how shit's going to go down at River Run. Because where I is... Know, that's, River, this episode really made River Run um, a big unknown. Because the other thing, I mean, I don't know where Dorne is in relation to River Run, because I always thought River Run was kind of in the middle of everything. Right. You'd have to go past, like, King's Landing to get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dorne could come up to River Run. That's true. I don't think that they'll do that, though. No? I'm, I'm liking how, my Casterly Rock theory. No, I kind of like that, too. But how do you resolve River Run, then? Because the Blackfish isn't going to give up. I Here's what I think is going to happen. Okay. I think next episode, Bri- <coughs> Excuse me. Brienne and Jamie are going to go back and forth because Brienne needs to take those troops and Jamie needs to take the castle and they're going to butt heads. And at the end of the episode... But we've seen in the preview, Brienne is like... Right. Well, that, I mean, that's what they previewed. Right. Right, right, right. So right. what I think is going to happen, at the end of the episode... After Cersei has just fucked everything up, and they, they're going to get a sparrow telling them what happened, and Jamie's going to say, fuck it. I'm done? I'm done. Take the fucking troops. I don't care. Or something to that effect. So you think we might see the destruction of King Landing next episode? I think so. Because like you said, I think the penultimate episode is going to be the Bastard Bowl. That's going to be wholly dedicated to the Bastard Bowl. Right. So I think you could see things really get fucked up in King's Landing next episode. Because, I mean, we and we all we know kind of the HBO uh, finale and the, and the penultimate episode. Oh, we know the, the formula, right? right? You get the big rising action... Right, and the last episode of the season is dedicated... It's table-setting. You're trying to, you know, tie up a couple loose ends, but it's mostly table-setting. Mostly table-setting. You'll get a couple twists. You know, I don't think too much is actually going to happen in that episode, though. Because it can't. Right. You know? I think it'll kind of be like the ending of The Two Towers, where after they've defeated, the Battle of Helm's Deep is over, but the battle for Middle-earth is just beginning. Right. So I think that's kind of... The Starks will have retaken Winterfell. Not without, you know, loss, because Rickon is just dead as fuck. Oh, so dead. And I do think, though, that Bran might get... Because we're getting the final piece of the Tower of Joy at the end of the season. Better. I believe we are. I think those actors are on IMDb to be in that episode. I'm not 100% on that, but I'm pretty sure. So I think... And Bran needs to be with John. Yes. So the other thing... We didn't get any Bran. No. But the other thing that could happen in the final episode... Because Bran's got that mark on his arm now, right? Yes. What happens when he goes past the wall? Does that break the magic of the wall? Don't know. Because if that happens... And the wall crumbles... 
that'd be quite a visual leading into the final, the end walk. And that would really accelerate. Yes. Well, and if he goes through, Benjamin can come back. So, do that. True. So, yay. I'm excited. That's true. So, yeah. And it would be really cool to have, like, you'd have a wildlings, you'd have a white, you'd have, you know, many houses of the north, potentially some houses from the south, kind of uniting for this battle against the White Walkers. And I think you might have a little bit of cleanup with some of the other, like, squabbling that's going on in the south. But this Lannister stuff might clean itself up before the end of this season. Good. It could, because... The only... The only other way I see it is that you get the end of this season, the North unites. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you spend the first half of the final season... Dealing with, cleaning up... Getting the rest of the army, getting the rest of Westeros on board. Getting everybody else on board with this. Well, and then you have Danny. Where does Danny fit in? She dies riding back to Westeros. (laughs) No, I think she lands at some point. Yeah, she does. But how exactly that all factors in, we don't know. What we should do is we should at the end of uh, at the end of the show we should go through our podcast mm-hmm. and just count up all the shit we predicted. Oh, all the wrongness. Yeah, right. Because I think we've established none of our predictions are going to come true. No, they're completely wrong. <laughs> We're all wrong. I mean, we did predict the Hound was going to come back, but but not in the way we thought he. No, not in the way we thought. But so did the rest of the universe. So that's true. But that was the kind of thing... He's such a great character. Mm-hmm. You couldn't just let it... Nah. And they've got him back in the main cast. He was in the... Right. So... I'd be surprised if we don't get him in the next episodes, too. Yeah, I think... Well, you brought him back. People are going to want to see him. Right. Exactly. And so uh, he could really accelerate things. Does, I don't know if he knows really what's going on because wasn't he, he was taking Arya to River Run, wasn't he? To ransom her? To her family? Is that what he was doing? I think so. I don't know. Because that's why they were heading to the twins. Mm. So that he, because he knew you know, Rob was there and he was going to ransom her to Rob. Then that worked and out then so well. the Red Wedding happened, and it was like, oh, let's get the fuck out of here. So, what a great episode of television so, that was. So when does Nymeria come back? I think Arya needs to get back to Westeros. Can we just have it be that Nymeria is sitting on the shore, waiting there? Oh, like the end of Jurassic Park. <laughs> And then Erica started to cry. Um, I don't know, because the one great failing of the show is they never had the budget to do the direwolves properly. Yeah. So they've all been, like, unceremoniously killed off. And I think we have what ghost and Nymeria are still around, right? I believe that's the only two. Right. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening with them. So in the books, Nymeria is leading, like, this giant, like, wolf pack, right? Don't turn your back on the wolf pack. You know, I can't remember. 
but uh, well, I mean, one thing they never, and this may be part of it, is that you know they never really talked about how all the Star Kids are warps. And I mean, that's a lot. You know, if it's not going to ultimately go anywhere, right? You know, you know it, that could just that could almost be just a red herring in the books to kind of throw you off the scent of brand for a while. Who knows? Right. Who knows? But um, but the showrunners didn't think it important enough to to really incorporate it in. Right. So <clears throat> take that as you. You also can't have everything from books these writ this. No, there's so much. much you can. There's, it's adaptation, right? Exactly. It's well, and that was the uh, failing of the last Airbender. <laughs> what a fucking oh, that's a crime because that show is amazing. That movie is so bad. You should go watch it, and take take a six pack with you. No, you know how you watch it. You watch it with the um, riff tracks. It's the only way. That is the only way I got through it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit down. Let me try this without it. I have five minutes. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Man. And I think I watched the final four-part episode of the ending of the the show, which is amazing. Mark Hamill voices the main villain. I mean... Is he? Yeah, he's... Uh, what do you call the Fire Lord? Fire Lord. Fire Lord was I. Hmm. And Rufio is the voice of Zuko. I knew that. What more... Do you need? Oh, Mark Hamill. So true. National treasure. So true. Um, it'd be great if you get him in this show. Um, Mark Hamill, if you are listening, we would love for you to come on our podcast. I meant Game of Thrones, not our show. <laughs> oh. I like you shooting for the stars, though. Hey, um, if you gotta aim high. You do, you do have to aim high. I would love to chill out with Mark Hamill for an afternoon. I just feel like you need to just talk to me like you're the Joker, and that's all I need. I would love that, but you know who I want on the podcast more than anyone? John Washington. No. Daniel Craig. Right? And be like, so when did your Star Wars obsession begin? <laughs> Why do you hate James Bond? Dump trucks full of money. <laughs> be great if that was his response. Oh, it'd be amazing. But thank you for your honesty, Mr. Craig. And here's some space. I know that's a twofer right there. Right. Now let's talk about how you were in a kid in King Arthur's court. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are our predictions for next episode? We see in the preview that um, Lancel Lannister is going to get his head literally ripped off by the mountain. Oh, that's going to be Which I am really excited for. <laughs> and we see Cersei saying she chooses violence. So I think those riots and all that violence we were predicting in King's Landing a couple episodes ago is going to happen now. Do you think we see Danny again before the last episode of the season? I think we are going to check in with her next episode. Yeah. I'd be surprised if we don't. I'm genuinely surprised. Well, do we... I mean, because there are three big conflicts that are set up right now. Yes. I mean, I could also... Four, kind of. It could also be that the Battle of the Bastards doesn't take up an entire episode. It, I think I think the ninth episode is going to be the Battle of the Bastards. <clears throat> I mean, it'll probably be the majority of the episode, kind of how the right. Red Wedding was, because I think we checked in with a couple other people that yeah. episode. Well, I think it's going to be the Battle of the Bastards, um, 
if we don't get the the full action of King's Landing next episode, wrapping up that, and also Danny taking Marie. I think that's just going to be one big episode. Well, I think we battle. saw Tyrion in the preview for next episode. Yes, we did. So we're going to see. We're going to get some Marine then, and I'm wondering if it's not Danny riding back in because she sounds like she's done. Oh yeah, she's just been burned down. During that speech she had at the end of last episode, it just sounded like she's like, "And I've got my Dothraki." There are my blood riders. Let's just fucking... Lay waste. Be done with this shit and let's head back to Westeros. Well, here's an interesting... What, what, I, what I'm struggling with with Danny's story, and I think this is a lot of the reason I'm not convinced she'll be sitting on the Iron Throne at the end. I don't think she will because it's too obvious. Well, that... that. The other part of it is, if she comes back, just picks up and says, deuces, you know, what has she done to prove she can rule? Nothing. No. She, and, and what did, um, what was, uh, what's his name? I'm blanking. What does he look like? He's the, um... The, the 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 mercenary that's with her, Dario. Dario. I apologize, <laughs> Game of Thrones world. I have lost a lot of cred there. Um, Dario. La 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 la. Uh, Dario. Did you not get that? Did you no. not know what that was? No. You're a monster. What is it? I was thinking with the Dario theme. You, we've established. Yeah, you guys didn't hear the theme. We've established. You suck. I know I nothing of Dario. So much. Anyway, continue with your thoughts. <laughs> he, he even said, you're not a ruler, you're a conqueror. Right. And that's the truth. She's very good at coming in and killing things. She is. And she's, she's good at gaining support of soldiers. Right. But she has no concept of how to rule. No. Tyrion does. Tyrion does, yes. I think he ends up at least, like, hand. But then there's theories that he could be, again, let's get our tinfoil hats on. Theories that he could be a Targaryen. If we have Aaron on the show, we have to get tinfoil hats. Oh, I already told Eric earlier, because I was doing some wild speculation on the Steven Universe cast, that I am literally going to make a tinfoil hat for myself to wear while I uh, spin these crazy thoughts that I have. And yes, if we do have Aaron on, we will do a visual cast, or at the very least, we'll take a picture of ourselves in tinfoil hats. Well, we get it. We get it. We promised Eric we'd do uh we get some video of us podcasting. Yes. We're not gonna do that tonight. No. But we need to We can do that. That's a thing that we can do. Yes. We you know what we should get for the for Confanger Shark. What should we get? We should get sumo suits. And <laughs> just go wrestle in the backyard. Have it be related to nothing. And just sumo fighting. Just have a sumo fighting video. We can do that. No, you know what we need to do for this show is we need to have you make a wooden sword. We need to get kind of decked out in, like, Renaissance fair gear. And we have to show you, like, forging the sword, and then we burn it in the fire in the back. What if we just make a real sword? We could do that, too. We could get a, a forge going. I'm about that. That'd be pretty rad. I mean, I've already 
you've already conceded the garage to my wood shop, yes, so you know we could just add stuff. Sure, why not? We'll do a forge. I'd be about a forge. That'd be pretty cool. Shh, shh. Why'd you Why'd you make a uh, Why'd you make a forge? I need a sword. You couldn't just go buy one. No, I need no. one. You did. You didn't make it. It's I am Valyrian steel. Got it from Valyria all by myself. I am going to uh, Wizard World with uh, Eric and uh, his little sister in August, so I can check out the wares there. Because we should have a sword in our house. Did you just take my keys? Eh, that was a little garish. Don't roll your eyes at me. Trump garish. Yeah. Turn your face away from the garish light of day. Turn your thoughts away from cold and feeling light. Listen to the music of the night. Shall I continue? <laughs> I could sing the whole thing for you. I only wanted the weather today. Read massively hungover. <laughs> but no, so are we we're expecting Cersei has been pushed to burn it down crazy. Oh yeah. And the checks are no longer there. The Queen of Thorns is bounced. Tommen is, like, gone. No one, like, that one Septa is constantly over the shoulder. Do you think Marjorie survives? I don't know. I hope so. But I have a feeling that her and Loris might also have the countdown timer. I think so, too. I don't think anyone who wears a crown currently makes it. No, I agree with you. Um... I don't know how she goes. I don't know if she goes into madness or what. But, yeah, I think she's done. Uh, and then... Well, and who knows what that Septa's going to do if she finds out that Marjorie's not faithful. I think Marjorie, when stuff goes starts going crazy, she's going to make a, an attempt to escape. And fail yeah. miserably. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that you're correct. So, we'll... Check in on that. And we are checking in with Marine next episode because, like I said, we do see Tyrion. So it might oh, be God. right. It might be Danny flying back. Could be. Well, and it'll be interesting to see if she flies back, and we get uh, a little bit of uh, exposition explaining that. Oh, she's been to the cities and has burned everything down. Oh, right, which I would be totally fine with. Yeah, I don't need to see it. I don't need to see it either. Whatever, we're fine. We're good. And then it would be interesting if you see the ships with uh, uh, the Kraken on there, you know, coming up to uh, Marine to treat Parley. Well, and we've established we need Euron to get there because Danny needs a thousand ships. A thousand ships. Conveniently. It's convenient, very much so. Yes, we do need the ships to get right there. So presumably there's going to be some sort of showdown between... Yara and Euron. Yes. Well, and Danny could... I, I feel that she would be sympathetic towards Yara's, like, situation. You know, where she's clearly a fit ruler, but because she was a woman, they, like, ousted her. So. Because that is basically what Euron said. He's talking about his gigantic cock and... Yeah. It was an effective speech. I was. I played, clearly played very well. To the idiot Ironborn. Yes, it did. Very well. Let's not talk about that six, something. 
It was like a, it was like Even a Donald Trump speech. No, let's not. Let's just not. You're on and you have, Trump. You have polluted our podcast with that fucking asshole's name. And now it's ruined. I never want to do it again. <laughs> We're ending Beyond the Red Waste. Mm. We're going to have to change the name now. <laughs> Fuck, Skip. So yeah, I think we get our rising action starting next episode, and then episode nine is when shit's gonna go pretty balls out crazy. Uh, I mean, it could just start next episode. That's what I'm saying, right? I mean, like it could just get bonkers. No, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Very interested to see how they get Jamie to the point he needs to be at to just be like, "Fuck this." Yeah, what what's she gonna what is Cersei gonna do? I think it has to be Tommen dying as a result of Cersei's actions. Then he's done. I agree. And if Tommen dies and there's no heir, that uh well you're back to Gendry. Right, who's rolling that boat. Somewhere. Somewhere. He's just he's still rowing. Rowing that boat. He's just hanging out. Um, but... Do we know I, where he... No, no, we have no idea. Okay. I gotta look up where he was... Sir Davos told him to go somewhere. Yes. I forget where. Well, that's what I'm saying. I need to look up where Davos told him to go. Because it would be interesting in Gendry and... I'd like to see Gendry and Arya hook back up. I don't know if that's ever gonna happen. I really like their kind of back and forth in their rapport. But, yeah. So I think Bran needs to get south of the wall. He needs to unite because he needs to... John needs to know his true heritage before the end of the season. Wouldn't it just be great if Bran brings the wall down? I think that's what's going to happen. Because they don't... He doesn't know. Right. He has no idea. And that could be why... Because the Three-Eyed Raven didn't explain jack shit. No. Like we said, he got the map to Poe. And then Poe got possessed by some evil Egypt demon. And I did something. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie yet. But, yeah, it just... I mean, we could bitch about the Three-Eyed Raven probably for another hour. And, I mean, we have. See our previous couple podcasts (laughs) but um yeah so i mean we've seen that if bran because of that mark the fire that was protecting the cave the whites can't get through it right but the knights can could so leanna mormont better survive because she's my new favorite character she's awesome Little mouthy ten-year-old, love it. So um, next week uh, we will be in Cape Cod. Yes. And so we'll we'll watch the episode, we're and we're going to make an attempt. Going to try to figure a way to cast. I don't know if we can download GarageBand to our phone. You can. And have the file just saved to the cloud. The cloud. And get Eric to um, load it load it for us mm-hmm. at the very very least we'll do a double episode we'll discuss both when we get back and we will be back in time for episode 9 which yes. 
will be big. Very, very big. As big as Euron's cock. I don't know if anything's that big. To be perfectly honest. It's amazing he can walk. <laughs> uh, now we need to see his dick. It needs to be a little micro penis. Yes, yes we do. And your eye needs to chop it off. And then go make out with that hooker some more. That may have been my favorite part of this episode. <laughs> Just like, yeah, get it, girl. It's awesome. No, Hound coming back was my favorite part of the episode. That was great. That was outstanding. Because you knew it was coming. As soon as you saw that one man carrying that log, I'm gonna watch it again when we go to bed. He's got that like log and you're like <gasps> And then they do the pan. Awesome. Great to see him again. Awesome character. Very stoked. Very stoked for him to be back. Now Bob is getting uh the jibbly because he sees that we've gone on longer than the episode, and in his mind, that is the single worst thing. You can do his podcast. I just want to have rules. Uh-huh. Rules for the podcast. Just like, I want people to listen to it and not just be like, oh, they talk forever. You know. And they get forever. diverted and talk about Star Wars. Why are you shitting all over the chat talk format, Bob? <laughs> I don't appreciate that. <laughs> um... But yes, so like we said, we are uh, off book next week, but we will make a concerted attempt to get some content out. Of the we are least... going to talk about it. Yes, we are. We just hope we can get you that conversation. Yes, yes, we do. We definitely do. Uh, I guess at the very least we could do a hangout. Maybe do it that way and then have Eric rip the audio for us. I mean, you people don't need to hear about this, but... Um, Yes, there will be... What do you mean, you people? (laughs) What do you mean, you people? (laughs) There will be a concerted effort on our part to get you our thoughts on what will probably be a fucking bonkers episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, because like we said at the top of the episode, this, I think, um, you know, aside from, you know, playing to our emotions, I think this was probably the best episode of the season so far. I agree. So, hopefully that... Train just keeps rolling. Exactly. Well, and I think we, again, we have our foot down, the pedal is to the metal, and we're just screeching into the station that is the end of this season. Mm -hmm. So I think you're going to see some game changers in the next couple episodes. Some, like, major game changers. Like, Red Wedding-level game changer. Yep. So. And again, it's Game of Thrones, so anything can fucking happen. But... Uh, if you want, you can follow me at Lady Near the Lake. Uh, maybe I'll do a little tweeting next episode. I put out one tonight that was just fuck yes. So. America. Fuck yeah. Um, oh, that was the longer version. America. And Bob, where can the people follow you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the New Time Lord. Bob also put out his first article. On confangershark.com. I did. I encourage you all to go and read about his crazy OCD <laughs> and his love for the song uh, Friday by one Rebecca Black. It'll offer you some very intense and, dare I say, terrifying insight into the creepy guy who lives in my basement. <laughs> so, friends, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, or if you're listening to this during drive time on Monday... I'm sorry it's Monday and that uh, your commute is terrible, but hopefully we brought a little 
a little sunshine and light into your your horrible commute. So um, we will hit you guys up hopefully next week, and if not, definitely the week after that. Bob is throwing thumbs up. I can't talk, so just, I'm not sure what happened. I was at, it's complicated. Does it? It is. I think he was burping. I was like kind of burping, but mm-hmm. it didn't burp. That's weird. Yeah, I know. There's something wrong with you. So. Bye, everyone! Goodbye. Have a good night. This has been a Confanger Shark production.